Greetings, Dak and the Nerd Podcast listener. Hey, I want to do you a quick favor. I want to give you a heads up on something. I know that Star Wars The Force Awakens uh, premieres next week, but I want to let you know that we are going to be spoiler-free on the next episode of the Dak and the Nerd Podcast. So you've got some time to go ahead and see the movie. Uh, I think Brian's going to talk about it a total of 97 times today. Uh, so in case you haven't heard of Star Wars coming out, it's coming out pretty soon. Uh, so we definitely want to make sure that we are spoiler-free. So relax, keep calm, it's going to be okay. We're going to be able to, to get through life without it. I did want to take a quick opportunity, though, and ask for your input and feedback. As you guys know, we have a survey on our show notes. We definitely want to hear what we can do to make the show better. But we also want to hear from you about your plans from Star Wars, so that way as we can kind of know how nerds are celebrating uh, all across the, the great area that you guys are listening to us. Uh, so it's very simple. You can just go ahead and hit us up on Twitter at that kind of nerd or Facebook, that kind of nerd as well. Uh, or the best thing you can do is give us a call at 484 373 4119. If you are driving, don't worry. It's in our show notes so that way you can have it. So there it goes. Uh, you are spoiler free for next week. Don't worry about it. But let's get into this week's episode so we can go ahead and talk about some amazing stuff. So let's start the show. Well, let's get this thing uh, Let's get this started. Get this show on the road. Well, that's right there how we're going to begin. You're welcome. So congratulations. Yeah. That's are you ready to rock? Sorry. Oh God. Brian's having a little too much fun tonight. And I don't know I like what you're talking about. Anywho, listen, uh, I, I want to I start off the, the show with uh, actually some fan feedback and some comments and some stuff that's been coming our way. Uh, so I just kind of want to uh, jump into that now. Um, so first thing I want to start with was a, an e- I actually bumped into a fan at um, at, at, a, at Best Buy. Uh, uh, I couldn't uh, think if I wanted to say Best Buy or not, but I'm going to at Best Buy. Uh, yeah, and unfortunately, I was with my daughter. I was returning something, so I didn't really get a chance to talk to him. And I was like, send me an email. Tell me what's going on. Those pesky and, uh, daughters. Ruining uh, she, chance meetups. She in public is is not a lot of fun. She so, is uh, apparently my best friend, so we're we're cool. That's right. Hold on, real quick. Brian was just calling me at work just about something, just something about work related. And my daughter grabbed the phone and goes, "Hi, Brian. Hi, <laughs> Brian." And he's like, "Hi, hi." And she, and then she's like, "What up, dude? What's up, dude?" Because <laughs> I said, "What's up, dude?" So she was just repeating me in the whole nine yards. Very sweet. And after after I got off the phone with him. She just looks at me and she goes, Brian's my best friend. <laughs> Brian's my best friend. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. All right. That's cool. <laughs> so Brian has a friend and she's a two-year-old. Woo! Anyway. Whatever. So I ran into a friend who is not a two-year-old, our friend John Gitmo. Um, it's not who, his actual name. That's not his name at I, all. Antuano. John D'Antuano. Okay. Yeah. You know, oh, go by his boy. signature. His nickname you know, is Gitmo. In his email. Since he said Gitmo and John, you know. Right, but he didn't have that name before he joined the group. No. There. Right. No, that and was. And then he was given, and I'm pretty sure nobody else knows him as that. No. It, no, nobody knows him but us like that. Right. <laughs> so the context is all screwed up already. But continue with your story, oh, CJ. Man. Fine. Jeez, this show's off the rails already. Uh, anyway, he was giving us some feedback about uh, you know our binge watching and basically that the podcast is uh, is perfect for his long rides to work. Uh, so here's his relevant question. He goes, uh, HBO show The Leftovers uh, for him has basically beaten out Breaking Bad in his Ooh. level of how good of a television show this is. And he, he says that he knows it sounds absurd, uh, but basically until you watch all 20 episodes – uh, you won't know what he means. So he gave us a link to the wiki to check it out uh, and to just try to see if anyone's done this. So have you guys ever – have you watched the HBO series The Leftovers? It then looks so – words. it looks so weird that I – like I don't – Oh, it it is. I watched season one and um, at the end of it, my focus just started waning. But my wife is really, really into it and uh, it's a weird freaking show. I there's there's something to it. it that I can't stop. I've seen many sorry, I've seen many uh advertisements for it, but I've never seen it. <laughs> adverts? So many adverts for it? A- a- adverts, uh, advertisements, advertisers for some of you. I have seen them. It's uh, Brian thinks he invented the word appetizers, by the way. Right, right. right. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say <laughs> I'm not talking about appetizers, I'm talking about advertisers. That's kind of <laughs> Two completely that's different not, things. So I did invent that's that not word, a sir. Thing. <laughs> Brian, I have seen this. It's like 
it's it's like the the alcohol brings extra words with it. <laughs> I am yeah, seeing Chris, like, hold on, Chris hold on, Eccleston's hold on. in this. I brought my own thesaurus. Okay, here you go. <laughs> yes, Chris Eccleston is in this show. That's that's special. And you know, um, and the first the, the second thing that pops out to me is Damon Lindelof helped create it, which he was a huge driving force behind Lost, Lost which right. was extremely confusing and screwed up and really should have ended at four seasons and not six. But other than, I mean, I enjoyed the show for the most part. There's something to the show that, that really is just shrouded in mystery and mysticism that uh, you're trying to get to. And it, it comes back to one of those things where it's, it's like some of the survival shows that are on TV where it's not necessarily the the fact that you know things have happened it's it's the world around you that you're trying to cope with and not necessarily the event that changed everything um it's you know the walking dead it's you know fear the living not really fear the dead um this show kind of has that thing where you're you're looking around to the people who have survived with you and questioning everybody's motive everything that you encounter on your day-to-day life is what you're calling into question it's a really cool show. It's got a lot going for it. Something about it couldn't grip my attention to complete season one with the attention I know it deserves. And I know that they just said that the the next season that they're doing, and I think it's either three or going into four, is um, the last season. So I know this show is slated to wrap up, and I don't know if that's because of viewers or if that's because the plot line's done, but we shall see. So it, it was interesting. I, I will definitely give this show a shot. I just finished The West Wing uh, for the second or third time. Nice. Uh, yes, God, man, it was. I, for, I forgot so much about that show that at the end of it, I'm like cheering. I'm like, now you have so much excited. new things to ruin for me. Great. Um. <laughs> anywho, and uh, it's I really love good. So having I things will, ruined. It's 20 episodes. They're about an hour each. HBO. I'll I'll do it on HBO Go. You you've got me. I'll I'll go ahead and I'll make this my next binge my next binge project. Man, you really can't talk today. I can. It's really awful. Anyone have anything else they wanted to add about the the leftovers while we? Were I don't know that I can. I don't know. I don't know that I can do it. I'll watch it eventually. We'll add it to the list. <laughs> the ever growing list. It just gets worse and worse every time. It does time. get worse and worse. What do I do? All right. So there's one other thing that uh, popped up, and it was from our friend Tito on Facebook. He posted a link to an Indiegogo for this uh, shoe called Shiftwear. And it's a combination of technology and fashion, and it's a it's a very interesting project. Basically, what they've done is they put a flexible uh, HD LED screen into the sole of a shoe, so it kind of looks like a Converse All Star, like a high top shoe. Screens on the sides. It's not. It's not, it's not in the sole. Right. It's not in the sole. The you said the, the sole. There's a lot of things in my sole. Music for one. <laughs> it's not in the sole of the shoe. It's, my bad. It is not in the sole of the shoe. I misspoke. You're correct. It's on the side of the shoe. And what's cool is that basically if there's an app that goes with the shoe, which means that there's batteries in it, I'm going to discuss that in a minute, that uh, if you can basically put it into the app, if it's a GIF, if it's a JPEG, if it's a PNG, whatever, you can put it onto the side of the shoe. It's not permanent. It's something that can change. Uh, It does it in color, so it's not an e-screen uh, on there, it, it's it's interactive, so you can even have animated things on it. Wait, 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 yep. wait, yep, wait, yep. I can have like my shoes play a GIF. Yes, I can has cheeseburger. Yes, I can has cheese. So uh, you can. Has I can have my like, so I can have my shoes mm-hmm. play the GIF of Jonah Hill from Superbad like this. Yep, doing the, the that's hand, from. Happy I thought dance. that was getting from the Greek. That is pretty sweet. Pretty sweet. Not Superbad. Anywho, but yes, yes, you can. You could probably have a Doctor Who thing going on your shoe. How, how much? How much is this? Can someone shut up and take my money? All of the uh, monies. <laughs> so uh, as of right now, um, hold on. Uh, one sh- the the one shoe. There's different levels too of, of the shoes, and I don't know what the the. Let's whole assume level that is. I want the holy shit level. I want like the best possible level. The you're, holy grail of shoes. You're looking at a starting price of two hundred and fifty dollars. I'm uh, probably okay with that. What what kind of battery life are we talking about? So this is the thing. They're not explicitly clear in their video. And to be honest, I, I got this Facebook um, comment minutes before we came on the air. So I will do more research Mere later. moments ago. Moments ago. This just in. Anyway, um, the thing is this. The batteries are kinetically charged. They're charged by your okay. movement. So all day long. Uh, yep, pretty much. What if I and don't move? 
<laughs> well, then you're an idiot. You well, then I'm screwed. I can't have some well, sweet ass okay, shoes. How are do the shoes? Are they are they Bluetooth shoes? Like, what are we talking about? How do you? I, the technology is not fully explained. Do within. I email myself a GIF? And the no, shoes? no, it's it's all it's all there via an app. So you just I text don't know. it, send to shoe. <laughs> I, right, but how? I listen. I assume it's it's Bluetooth or NFC technology, so it's got to be a wireless communication that way. Oh, NFC, yeah, do it. I guess. I, I mean, it's it's got to be one of those things. I would obviously assume that since they want it to be with an iPhone, because you want to reach your total market penetration, they would need to make a Bluetooth. And uh, you know, again, if you have a Windows phone, you're probably out of luck. But whatever, you, you have bigger things to worry Who about. Has do you have the link? Phones. Do you have the link in the show notes? I will put a link in the show notes. It is also on our Facebook page, and I do encourage you to check it out and leave a comment with Tito. And I'd love to see what you guys think about this too. Go to thatkindofnerd.com. Uh, you'll see the link uh, to the podcast in the show notes, or go to facebook.com/slash thatkindofnerd, and you'll find them there. It's pretty interesting. Here's the deal: there is only 11 days left at the time of this recording. Today is Friday, uh, December 11th. Uh, they needed uh, $25,000 for their first round of funding. They're at $466,000 as of right now. So it's going to be pretty cool to see if this is something that can kind of evolve. Wearable technology is, you know, everyone's trying to do it. I think this is a cool, unique approach. I think the shoe itself is a little ugly, but the fact that everything else all around it is customizable is is pretty awesome. So, but it's it's gonna play a gif. It's, I could I could have I could have like cat videos. Nyan cat. The time. Just have nyan yes. cat on your shoes. That'd be oh, pretty sweet. Shoes. Yes, you could. So thank you to John and thank you to Tito uh, for reaching out to us and, and just telling us that you like the show and, and that you have a couple things you want to talk about. It's very easy if you want to get yourself and your comment or your thoughts onto the show. I uh, already told you about Facebook or a comment on the website, but you can also just uh, hit us up on Twitter at that kind of nerd. Or you can, of course, call us. And most of you are on a drive home, so you can at least store the number 484 373 Four one one nine. It's let's uh, encourage so, people saving phone numbers while they're driving. It's great. Just don't die. There's a red light. You can do it there. Uh, okay. And wear your seatbelt. Okay. Like wear your seatbelt. Don't be an asshole. So I want to take a quick moment, and uh, I did want to say our apologies. I'm sorry I dropped the ball on this. We didn't get a chance to talk about December movies. The only real December movie that we've been talking about is Star Wars, Star which we're gonna Wars. just we're gonna breeze over for this today, guys. What? I'm sure, I never agreed to that. Uh, yeah, it's happening. No, I never agreed talk. to that. It just <laughs> we're gonna talk about it. Anywho, you know what? So comes let's out? start, Brian. Brian's got the list together. Ryan, I, wow, Brian posted the article uh, for December movies. So go ahead, man, take it away. Let's let's see what's on our on our watch list. You're welcome. So the first week in December is Star Wars. The week after that is Star Wars, <laughs> and then the subsequent two to three Fridays after that is Star Wars until you die. That is what you need to worry about right now is Star Wars. <laughs> but if you have a, a, a lapse of uh, insanity and want to go see something else, shame on you. Uh, there are some other things that that may come out of the shadow of Star Wars. Uh, December 11th is In the Heart of the Sea. Uh, Ron Howard's movie about the true story that Moby Dick is based on, starring Thor, or as he's better known, Chris Hemsworth. Uh, and I mean, this this looks pretty. It looks pretty interesting. I, I think that it's going to be huge, giant whale. I, I think any fan of Ron Howard should go see it after they see Star Wars. <laughs> there's um, a you know my nephews are starting to get into to history they're becoming that age where they're kind of getting a, very interested in that topic and they said that they are more excited for uh star wars obviously and then this over any other movie that's coming out and right. i'm really excited to see that my nephews who are young are interested in hearing about moby dick that's pretty awesome call me ishmael or call me uh, vader whatever you want to do <laughs> I think that movie looks pretty I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie in the heart of the sea looks pretty awesome but I don't know if I'm gonna see it in the theaters I, I, I think I might wait because there's something else coming out that month um, <laughs> what else is coming out Brian oh, have you month? not heard Star Wars comes out in December what I have no idea Star Wars comes all over out the December televisions 18th. and the targets and the Walmarts really no yeah you know what it would be really freaking epic if they just never released the movie and just did all this merchandise forever <laughs> Jokes on you. <laughs> no movie. <laughs> um, we have no been movie. promised December 18th, The Force Will Awaken. Uh, and all we, all we shot was the trailer, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Sorry. Harrison Ford can only do two minutes of footage. That's, that's all we got. <laughs> 
By the way, I want you to try to, when you watch Star Wars, count the number of Harrison Ford saying a line forcefully and pointing. It's going to drive you insane. I don't care. I love Harrison Ford. I, I do, too. It's his thing. It's then why you got to pick him apart, bro. It's not love, man. <laughs> got to have love for the Han Solo, bro. <laughs> the hell is wrong with you? The I was told I can't spend you. too much time on Star Wars. So moving on to Christmas Day. <laughs> Christmas Day sees a plethora of of movie releases that you may or may not see, being as you may not have seen Star Wars at this point, so you might go see that Christmas Day. Um, first up is Daddy's Home. This starring, movie looks so damn good. It looks funny. Starring Mark Wahlberg and uh, Will Ferrell. Also, Linda Cardellini is in this. Um, if I have not seen Star Wars more than uh, four times beforehand, I will probably see Daddy's Home on Christmas Day. Uh, looks funny. Looks enjoyable. Uh, I, I definitely think it's, it, it's worth a watch. It, it's so great because Will Ferrell like finally gets the love of his stepkids. And then if Mark Wahlberg ends up to be their dad and he's like coming down the airport to pick him up and he's like, oh, I can't wait to, to meet this guy because he's supposed to be like a deadbeat dad. And then down comes Mark Wahlberg. And he's like, holy hell. The guy next to him goes, this man is better than you in every way. It's <laughs> <laughs> so good. Uh, it, it looks, looks like, so great. It's got shenanigans like in it. Fun. And that's oh, your comedy for the off. month. That's it. <laughs> that's, that's the yeah, comedy. that's true. It really is. The the other movies coming out on Christmas Day, one that I do not want to spend a whole lot of time on is Point Break. Because the reason I don't want to spend too much time on this because there is only one Point Break. It stars Keanu Reeves and Patrick Swayze. And that is it. But if you are a fool and have never seen that, you might want to go see this one. Any comments? <laughs> I think you should do yourself a favor and see the original Point Break and then yes, never instead, mention this here, one again. Here's what you're going to do, listener. Instead of plunking down $10 to see Point Break... You're going to take your $10. You're going to go see Star Wars again. And then on the way home, you're going to swing by a Redbox or you're going to download and rent on iTunes the real Point Break starring Keanu Reeves and Patrick Swayze. Um, I, I, I I have no desire why, to see this Why movie. are you saying his name weird? Swayze? It's Swayze. <laughs> Shit. It's Swayze. Swayze? It sounds like a rapper's name. No, dude. It's Swayze. P. P. Swayze. Right? No. <laughs> Dropping those sick rhymes in Point Break. Stop. With the nah. fat beat. Anyway. What's the next Christmas movie? Uh, Concussion. Comes out Christmas Day. This looks good. This has Oscar written all over it, man. I think Will oh, Smith yeah. might get nominated. Starring Will Smith about the, the doctor who discovered uh, football players were suffering from brain problems and issues with their heads being hit all the time. And something that we come now to know as the concussion. Uh Apparently, it was not easy to just say, hey, football players, stop banging your heads against each other. So, Well, this was a thing that it's it's a lot of – and this is – to follow me through on this, and I'm using a sport analogy, but it's inside baseball, even though it's football-related, about the fact that you know it's he brings this to everyone's attention and the fact that you have to spend money and educate – and like all the negative stigma that comes with it. You know, The NFL was, at the time, not a – organization that wanted to address this issue and it's a lot of controversy and the cover-up and there's a lot of scandal and i mean if you watch the nfl climate now the the level that they go for when you think that you may even possibly have somebody stub the toe stop the game i know their Get concussion the protocol is is crazy serious and they take it very seriously and it's because of the work of you know a man like this who said this is something that is not only just causing issues you know in the moment but down the road, this is costing people their lives, and this looks really, really cool to see just how how hard it was to try to get everyone on the same board. What about you, Josh? I mean, I know you're a sports fan. That topic has to be semi-interesting to you. I've had concussions. Uh, I just kept playing. <laughs> like a uh, man. I don't really, and you know, I, I don't really, like I don't. I mean, yeah, get yourself checked out, I guess. I don't, you know, I don't know. I, look, everybody... <laughs> Growing up, we didn't. We took bumps. We got dinged up all the time. You know, we got our bell rung, stumbling around. Coach will call you over, take a look at you. You good? You want some water? No, I'm good, Coach. All right, back in. It wasn't a thing. This is I, why I, I don't. Sport. So I don't. Uh, but I mean, there's, there's one a... of those. It's one of those new things that apparently never happened before 1995. Really, you know, it's just very strange to me. I think. It's... I'm not saying it's not serious, and I'm not saying there aren't. Right. Other long term whatevers, but I don't, you know, I mean, I was going to say there's I a difference play, between getting hit at a peewee level and right, then hit, I didn't hit play at a professional, professional sports. Right. I, I played, I played up, up through high school. Wait, you, know, you didn't in, play professionally? 
No. Oh, my God. Um, oh man, I got to change my fantasy team. What a rough. <laughs> right, right, right. But it's... Have Josh Burns starting everything. I don't... I'm just not... I'm not interested in seeing a movie about it because there's no way it's going to be accurate. Like, they're not going to be able to tell the story. Do you know why? Because the NFL is the NFL. Because the NFL is an incredibly private organization. I saw this on a commercial during an NFL football game. I was like, well, of course. Holy shit. Yeah, no, I know no, this is target because- market, but it really paints the NFL in a bad light. I'm really surprised that it's something that is put on their game. Well, that's, I mean, it's easy for them to go. Yeah. It didn't happen that way. It's fiction. It's a movie. You know what I mean? It's, right? it's so I just don't, I don't get it. But I think Brian, to Brian's point, Will Smith's performance in this movie looks incredible. And this is definitely a movie that's going to be talked about when it comes to Oscar time. So this is something that you'll have to watch. You're going to want to be able to talk about this movie uh, when award season comes around. I I don't I mean, I don't know why we're talking about anything other than the hateful eight for Christmas Day. (laughs) No, now you got to segue into the next movie. So look, the hateful eight. I'm going to before anybody even gets into this, this is Tarantino's 11th. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. film it's it was shot he shot this in 70 millimeter ultra yes. panavision yeah and what they're doing is they're they're going to release in a road show uh on a limited number of screens in the united states something like uh i think i think i heard something like 70 theaters yeah something really small are, like that that are capable of handling an ultra panavision screen and they're going to do I mean, there's this whole fanfare that Tarantino laid out about how roadshows used to be a real thing in the 50s and people would get dressed up and it would be a whole a whole experience with an intermission. They're, they're going to do right. this film a big deal. So uh, that's what I think is worth watching and plus anything Tarantino's. Gonna I was going to say Tarantino's one of those guys who takes the the art of filmmaking to a whole new level. His passion so for it is You want to talk about awards talk about the hateful eight i hope so i mean I, I don't know it's been a while since tarantino got nominated yep i mean what pulp fiction last thing he got nominated for this is gonna be an unbelievable film i hope so it looks like a lot of fun it looks like typical tarantino and honestly i mean when it comes to tarantino you either love him or you hate him he, he's kind of that polarizing type of filmmaker um i love him i would love to see if i can find someplace near us that's showing it in 70 millimeter because i think that would be amazing um yep. So, yeah, I'm excited. I'm going to go see it um, as soon as I can, uh, honestly. Um, yeah, this is definitely on my list to watch, but I'm not racing to the theater on Christmas right, to go see it. Right, um, Last movie that, that you have coming out Christmas Day is The Revenant, starring Leonardo DiCaprio and Tom Hardy, who is known for being Bane. Um, <laughs> oh, yes. Anyway. That's, that's not Bane. I gotta, just so, just so I gotta the listeners. Yeah. No, don't do it. Don't do it, baby. I was bothered by it. Time to go mobile. (laughs) Stop. Stop it, Ertz. Tom Hardy does indeed go mobile in this movie. He's running a lot. Um, This this movie really smells like, to me, of Leonardo DiCaprio trying way too hard to get his Oscar. They're talking about it. I hope It's like, please, please finally recognize my acting performance. If he gets the Oscar, I'm not saying his performance isn't going to be good. I'm not even saying the movie is going to be bad. I'm saying that if he gets the Oscar, it's going to be the Academy being like, all right, it's okay. It's about time. Here's your Oscar. All He's right, done so many you go. amazing roles for the past 10 years. Um, and I think, I mean, I haven't seen it, but just based on what I've seen, I think any one of them gangs in New York departed, he should have gotten an Oscar for, um, I think if they give it to him, it's just gonna be like, all right, here you go. Finally. This is- Anybody know, like, do you guys know what Revenant, what that is, what a Revenant is? Do I need Inform to, us, Josh. I'm sure you to have Google that up in. Urban Dictionary? Uh, Let me pull like, out my like, source. The, like, for for instance, the the crow was a Revenant. So it's it's basically uh, like a sentient, a sentient creature, like a, like a, a ghost or a, a corpse allowed to live just long enough to fulfill a goal. That's a Revenant. So I don't the, I don't understand what like what, well the concept what is this the concept, the concept of this of, is go ahead, Tom please. Hardy he gets sick they're like on, on some sort of trek through the mountains or whatever he gets sick he can't walk um and he's been the leader this entire time Tom Hardy's like leave him we can't be dragging dead weight his son is very no you know that this guy has helped us so much they they drag they drag him around being on the stretcher here 
Tom Hardy decides he's had enough, tries to bury Leonardo DiCaprio alive. His son, trying to stop him, Tom Hardy kills his son, and Leonardo DiCaprio somehow survives or dies and comes back or, or whatever and is seeking revenge on him. Uh, so that's exactly the concept of this movie. Yeah, it's you tried, you left me for dead, you thought I was dead, you killed my son, I'm coming for you, and then he's, he, he doesn't have any intention to live after that. It's killed Tom Hardy, and if you die during the process of killing him, and as long as Tom Hardy's dead with you too, great, mission accomplished, I'm done. He will do what Batman tried very hard to do. It's interesting. Um, I now think that the title has now given me the, the whole plot to the movie, and I know what happens. Right. Thanks, Josh. The more you know. That's for you. Anyway, that is it for December movies. So really, uh, what you should have gotten out of this is Star Wars. <laughs> Maybe Hateful Eight, and then Star Wars again. And then more Star I would, Wars. I would say Star Wars, Daddy's Home is the only comedy that's worth your time. And then uh, I agree, Hateful Eight, and I think Concussions could right. be really cool. So if we're going to rank them in the, in the order that I'm going to see them, it's going to be Star Wars. <laughs> it's going to be... Yeah, Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars. It's going to be Star Wars hyphen Daddy's Home starring Mark Wahlberg. Uh, Star Wars colon The Hateful Eight, and then Star Wars. So I... But... And I get Star Wars is coming out in seven days. Wait, Star Wars uh, is coming out in seven days? Don't. Sure is. Today being Friday the 11th, and it comes out on the 18th. Star Wars is coming out in Star Wars. I, I'm actually like I my my excitement about Star Wars has tempered a bit. Uh, after that, this this X Men trailer that came out. Yes, you seen this? Uh, I did. I I think um, I think I I want this movie to be out now. Right. I'll let it's, you two talk about not, it before it's I say coming anything. out mem- Memorial Day. Indeed. Apocalypse. This movie's gonna blow up the box office. This is. This is the best trailer I've seen in in a while. And this is Brian Singer returning to X-Men. Well, he he did Days of Future Past. That was right. his triumphant return. Well, I, I know, but it's they're, they're keeping him on. It's about time. Well, yeah, they made some awful mistake by not letting him direct <laughs> Wait, X-Men 3. I think we all talked about that the Days of Future Past is really just saying, hey, remember all those other X-Men? Fuck them. Just forget about them, all right? It's just Brian Singer going, can everyone just, can we all agree to forget about it? Just and hit the reset button anymore? and move along? Yep. Cool. All right. So this is like the movie that he would want like that. All right. Now that I'm done and now that I fixed my mistakes, here's what we're going to do. So, Brian. Yes, Josh. I, I got to hear your thoughts on this. Um, my thoughts were I had to clean up a mess after watching it. <laughs> this I cast so, is amazing, too. Did you drop hot soup? I am so excited for this movie. <laughs> I don't know what dropping hot soup is, but I probably did it. Um. I mean, I'm not the biggest X-Men fan. Uh, my brother is a huge X-Men fan, and I grew up with it. I know all about it. And this movie just looks intense. It looks fantastic. All those worries about how Apocalypse looks, he looks pretty awesome. Um, there's that one yeah. scene where he's just growing to the size of a building, and I'm like, yes, that's that's Apocalypse. That was, that was the thing about this movie that everyone kind of did. They teased this at the end of Days of Future's Past. Very, very, They very- teased it, and then they showed a set, a set photo of Apocalypse in the costume, and everybody was immediately like shitting all over yeah, it. How there was a lot look. of negativity surrounding this movie. Seeing it in and- action, it looks great. Yeah. Yeah. It looks amazing. Uh, I don't know what else to say about it. Who plays Apocalypse? I was just about to ask the exact same question. Um, the oh, I had his name. I knew it, and then I forgot it, and then I immediately forgot everything I thought of. I knew. I, okay. Because I don't even see it on IMDb. No, he is the same guy who was in Oscar Isaac, the same guy who was in Ex Machina, CJ. Oh. Oscar, Oscar he, Isaac, the Robin Hood, the sheriff guy? Which Robin Hood? What the one with Russell Crowe? Uh, yeah, he's Prince John in in that Robin Hood. Prince John, yep. right, right. And so this he's is also like, in Star Wars. He's inside Lewin Davis. Yes, guy. he is. He he's, is in Star Wars. Just thought I would bring it back around if we're going to do that. He's in Star Wars. Yeah, yes, he's, he's going to be. He in the plays a character named Poe Dameron. Yeah, and because we don't know anything about the Star Wars movie, we don't know who he is. We don't know who he is, <laughs> right, which is right, fine. Right. But anyway. Moving on. So he's going to be Apocalypse? That's awesome. Yeah. It was so nice great. to see uh, you know, characters like Jubilee and Cyclops and Jean Grey really? finally. Jubilee? Uh, yeah, Jubilee? Out of all the characters nice. that showed up, you, you picked Jubilee. It Every nice comic book s- fan is like, why Jubilee? She just it makes fire. Storm? Because I watched the, the – she is one of them. I'm going through the list. I wasn't done. You started with Jubilee. 
because Jean it's the Grey. first thing that trailer oh starts with Jean Grey. You know who I'm most yes. excited to see again? I was just Cyclops, about to say Jean Grey, <laughs> Storm, freaking Nightcrawler's in it. And listen, Jennifer Lawrence looks like she's badass and it looks like she has to take control of the team for a while. It's, it's another uh, their movie mentors. where she's telling people to go to war. <laughs> she's really good at it. Whatever. I, I'd go to war for her. Turn your weapons to the Capitol. What? Olivia Munn. Happy to see her too. Oh my gosh. I saw a video of her just like wrecking shop while practicing with the sword. And right. I'm like, yes. Her as Psylocke is perfect. I mean, getting I to wait. the good people, I had to get the honorable mentions out of the way. The honorable mentions go last. That's why they're honorable mentions. Honorably mentioning Jubilee is in this film and she looks 80s diva. So yay. That's Jubilee's character. She shoots fireworks from her fingers and looks like she came right out of an 80s music video. That's her mutant power. <laughs> Quicksilver. Quicksilver's back. Yep. Uh, Moira McTaggart. Rose Byrne is back as Moira McTaggart. She was in X-Men First Class. I'm excited about that. Um, yeah, this is going to be Trailer amazing. is going to be posted on the website, thatkinder.com, so you go ahead and check it out and drool over it like we did. Definitely give us your thoughts on this, too, since there was so much negativity surrounding this movie when some of the set stuff was coming out. Definitely want to hear what you have to say about it now. Uh, if you were a naysayer, what changed your mind besides, oh, my God, this movie looks freaking amazing? You know uh, what other I trailer dropped awesome. this week I was really impressed by? The new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie dropped this uh, tra- tra- oh, dropped the trailer. Oh, it looks this week. so good. It looks really good. I'm so excited for this movie. That comes out June 16th. I want to say I was so worried after watching the first movie. It's like, uh, if you make a sequel, you could just fuck this up so badly. Oh, no, it's going to be crappy. I'm sorry. <laughs> let me let me let me just it's going to it's going to be a shit movie, but it's got Bebop and Rocksteady. Yep. Yes, it's got Casey Jones. And when Stephen Amell takes the mask off and you see it's Stephen Amell, I went, oh, my God, it's Stephen Amell. So. There's uh it look it's got Wait, the- but I thought Stephen Amell couldn't carry a movie. I thought that's I'm why so glad he, you know, said he can't that. carry he can't carry a movie, but he can be Casey Jones. Let's all I mean, the only reason like who's carrying this movie? Four Megan CGI Fox. turtles. Megan Fox. I, actually Michael Bay is carrying this movie. You just you just want to see <laughs> shit explode. Explosion. Right, just, right. So that's how it started off, be, by the way. It was just a couple explosions in the sky and the whole thing. It was like Michael Bay. It is gonna be a really crap movie. I feel like he took some of the ideas that he was like, oh, I wanted to do this in Transformers completely forgot. Let's just, just put this in the Listen, the listen, turtles. listen. You can say it looks like a crap movie in the realm of movies, and that's fine. Yeah. It's gonna be a good Turtles movie. And anybody who's a fan who grew up with it, like <laughs> me, is super excited. I actually squealed when I saw Bebop and Rocksteady. I grew up <laughs> on that cartoon. It was amazing. So happy yeah, to see that. back the Mohawk. All right. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, and just that first scene where they roll up in the turtle van and they're like, hit the button. And there's a million buttons. And they hit one and, like, all these things explode. And all of their reactions. Man, no, they, they started launching manhole covers. Yeah. yeah. And all their reactions are like, whoa. I mean, come on. That's like pure 80s, 90s yeah. cartoon. People who grew up with it, who are now almost 30, like myself, are going to love this movie. I'm so really then, excited. All right. Then I, I just I want this question to be answered, right? Is this going to be uh, sort of the the 15 years later or whatever, 25 years later replacement of the secret of the ooze or is it going to be light year like way better than secret of the ooze um i i i think they're trying to do something very similar than what they did with secret of the ooze but here's what? i i don't i don't know can you what, what are you talking about i have no idea what i don't know what you're is. talking about i don't understand it's the question the sequel to the first movie right is called Secret of the Ooze. Yeah, it's Teenage called Secret Ninja of the Turtles too. Secret of the Ooze. Uh, so my question is, like that—that that is unwatchable in such a way that, it, <laughs> like, it actually makes you regret somewhat having watched the first one. I don't think that's gonna do right? that. This movie's gonna so, do that. <laughs> I guess that's what I'm asking. <laughs> listen, listen. There's no Kino. There's no. Vanilla ice scene in this movie. Oh, there better be a vanilla They're ice not scene in this movie. Dancing, singing, go ninja, go ninja, go. As much as we loved that when we were kids, I don't think it's going to be in this movie. I, I think it's going to be good. I hope they do. You know what? If vanilla ice is just in a cameo, 
That's what I'm talking about. I don't that would be hold, amazing. That, no, see, I don't want to hold 20 cool. minutes thing. I just want to No, no, no. no. Like, like if, if they bump into him yeah. on the street, they're like, they're like oh, you? sorry, man. And he's like, hey, remember me? And then No, they, I think it would be know, great if they like bump into him and he goes, go, Ninja, go, Ninja, go. And that's it. And that's <laughs> That'd the be pretty amazing. <laughs> that's the cameo. Shut up and take my money. <laughs> if you haven't filmed that scene, it's all CGI. It's vanilla ice in front of a green screen. Just do it and throw it in the movie. Send the Kickstarter. Get it going. I'd if it that. doesn't, if it doesn't happen, we can somehow get the Teenage Mutant Turtles into the Aaron Paul Ghost Rider movie. Oh man, that's that's what will happen. No, no, yeah. no, they're not welcome there. But I just <laughs> I, that's okay. I, now I really like your Vanilla Ice idea. I'm on board. <laughs> to happen. I'm on board for this movie. I'm so, good. Since we're talking about movies that were old a little bit and just what they've had an impact on us on, real quick, and I don't want to spend too much time on this. Toy Story just turned 20, guys. Yes, Toy it did. Toy Story is 20. That's so fucked Happy up. birthday, Toy Story. The movie that shaped CGI animation and the fact that it, it made it possible to see movies like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I, let's, let's touch for a moment, talk about how cool Toy Story was in 95. Here's how cool. It came out only four years after Secret of the Ooze. <laughs> so you can see how far they've come in such a short time. That's a big deal. I, I, it's a big deal in general. I, I guess. They were probably making that movie while Secret of the Ooze came out. Says, guys, listen, it's a CGI movie. It's going to take a long time. We can at least be better than this piece of shit. <laughs> right. And then Randy Newman's like, you got it, guys. Oh, God. <laughs> go, you ninja, think, go, You think ninja, they kept go. him around just to feel good? Yeah, like they, they got... Randy, I'm having a rough day. Give me a pick me up, and then Randy would, Randy would like narrate their day for a few minutes, and they'd laugh. Going to click the mouse. Going to file papers. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure the Woody's hat moves with the light. <laughs> Steve Jobs is coming now. <laughs> Just anywho, the fact that Toy Story is 20 years old is ridiculous. It makes me feel super old because I remember seeing that in the theater. And uh, I just I couldn't believe it. I thought it was crazy. That's exciting. It's great. And I mean, see how far they've come between Toy Story and Monsters, Inc., which was what five or six years later. I mean, yeah, but you know what, man? I mean, I don't really like Toy Story. I don't feel like Monsters, Inc. was any more advanced, like any cooler. If, if you if you look at that animation, the fur animation is light years. Ahead. I mean, OK, just, all right. All just right. Re, I mean, look at Toy Story. And at the time, they, there was a documentary about this. And of course, I watched it. Right. Um, the fact that they kind of needed to do a toy movie because at the time, the technology was so limited that everything hair. had to look like plastic. Yeah. Everything had that shiny film over it. Shiny so by the chrome. Ti- by the time they On got the to way Monsters, to Valhalla. <laughs> The time they got to witness. Sorry, go ahead. (laughs) The time they got the monsters Inc. The fact that they could do hair like that and they could do something like that is. is So you want to really feel old? I want you to think about this. No, Boo from Monsters Inc. She's seventeen now. She's she's snapping photos on Snapchat and making horrible decisions. She's an old woman trapped in Brave. If you remember the story that John told us, right? But I mean, if you go from the time that Monsters Inc. came out, she's seventeen. Just put that in your pipe and smoke it. I don't want to. I'd rather not. <laughs> so, all right. So let's talk about something that I thought was really cool, too. And I'm actually I really want to hear Josh's perspective on this. There is a, a Star Wars uh, documentary. Basically, it's the history and evolution of the lightsaber uh, that's going to be airing on ESPN. Out of all places. Why uh, on, there? On December 15th. Because CJ is doing an awful job of talking about what this actually is. I what wanted is it? you to... Please, go ahead. <laughs> so Listen, it's on ESPN. I don't know anything about it, so tell me. It's... All right. It, it's an evolution of the lightsaber as, uh, you know, a a, uh, a culture piece or a, uh, whether you want to call it Americana or whatever it is, it's, it's, uh, it's about how Kendo... This mar- the martial art kendo influenced action in this movie, and, right? Uh, so I think it's going to be a lot more. Uh, well, they're they're talking about the technology of it too. So I mean, I, they are going to focus on the fighting technique. But why on ESPN then? Oh my god! I, I uh, let me. 
this is going to make I'm I'm already getting a little peeved about it. It seems to me like you don't know the quality documentaries that ESPN has produced in the past five, 10 years. They, they have really cool. Uh, stuff. I, I, they are, I do not watch ESPN. So no, oh my of God. course I Even don't if know. You don't watch ESPN. They're like the 30 for 30 series award winning. Mm-hmm. It's there. And it's not just about sports. It's about life. I mean, I can't believe even that you're not a sports fan that you wouldn't watch some of these. There's some amazing, amazing stuff on, and it's most of it's on Netflix. Okay. I believe you. I just and it's, the it first has I'm a lot hearing. more to do. It's not about sports. It's about American culture, and it's about how we all grew up. It's unbelievable, um, and that's why ESPN's the perfect place for a documentary like this because it infuses sport with something that pretty much everybody can identify with, and that's the lightsaber battles. Wasn't the and just to, to go off what Josh is saying here? Wasn't um, shit? What was it? Um, Catching Hell. Wasn't that a 30 on 30? The one about the Chicago Cubs um, foul ball in 2003? Yeah, Steve... Uh, I Bart, can't remember his name. Steve Bartman. Bartman. Yeah. Um, yes. And basically how that ruined his... Life. His life. His life, life is over as he knows it. It's, because an, it's of that. ESPN Films. Is, is, I don't... Was it, yeah, it was a 30 for 30. Okay, I didn't know yeah. if it was a 30 for 30, but it was. But, uh, um, Brian, that's a re- you should watch that. It's actually really interesting because it doesn't focus so much on the baseball, but actually the the culture outside of it and the, you know, the fans um, for it. I think it's really cool. But you're right, Josh. This is probably why it is on ESPN. It's just odd that, you know, after we've been told by Fox News that Star Wars is everywhere and normal people can't watch it, that it's going to a place like ESPN. Well, I mean, they should air it on Fox News. Make that blonde <laughs> chick narrate it. <laughs> that's the ultimate revenge. Is uh, is uh, under the umbrella of ABC. That's under the umbrella of Disney. Disney. That's right. Yeah. So it's all. I mean, it's just more marketing, right? Um, but it's going to be marketing told in the context of something that has spanned at now, you know, three decades. Right. It's pretty amazing. And so uh, it, Christian's definitely going to want to watch it. Yeah, I'm going to watch it, too. And I like the fact there's a video and also we'll post this on that kind of nerd as well. So there's a lot of videos for you to watch, but you're welcome. Watch them. They're they're amazing. Uh, basically, if George Lucas said, like, in the first movie, the fighting was, you know, very primitive and just, you know, smacking sticks side to side. And then by the time that they started getting to the prequels and now going into uh, the Force Awakens, just the the way that the fighting style has evolved is just really awesome, which makes for a better movie experience, but a more physical thing. And now there's a subculture of people actually doing lightsaber battles and duels. Did you and see those fencers, that video of those two fencers doing that insane lightsaber battle? That was amazing. Like jumping up and doing flips and shit. No, nobody. No, no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you watch. You this go video. into YouTube and just put and just put in lightsaber battles. I, I go on Reddit. It's everywhere. Like it was everywhere. At least where I go. I'm not you going to ESPN.com. I go to freaking YouTube's and Reddits. <laughs> just saying. The subreddits that you go to, I'm not allowed to to go there. Oh, you're banned. That makes well, sense. I, I, I'm just I'm just married, you know. I I just can't be caught going there at all. My browser history would judge me way too hard. Yeah, nerd life really, you know, <laughs> really against the marriage oath there. But uh, no, this thing looks absolutely amazing, and I think it's something that uh, obviously, if you're listening to this podcast, would interest you. I'm not even going to say anything else. It's you should probably watch this. It's it looks amazing, and I can't wait to see people get hurt because of it because they're obviously going to try it at home and don't December, do that. December fifteenth at yes, seven yes. o'clock. Oh, man, I thought they would do it on the seventh. At ah, seven, they were not free. The Ryan, can seven. we come over to you, palatial estate, and watch this on the projector in in your movie theater room? I see the segue you're trying to do there. Because right now, if we, if we come, if we go over there, CJ, the cat to male ratio goes way down. Right, and it's fine because we can bring other people at that point because the ladies could come over because that cat to male ratio is so low. The same guys, and then he's available in the morning after breakfast to go shopping for an iPad if you really want to. <laughs> He'll help. You. I actually just, I, I actually just answered questions about an iMac. Just saying, ladies, I'm available for technology consultations. Pretty much. Sad. A- A- Apple Store, what? What's that? I don't know. <laughs> I just, I just tweet Brian. And then there's breakfast. And then there's breakfast. IHOP, preferably. 
<laughs> Do you want to spend more time on Star Wars, Brian? No, I mean, now, now that the ship has sailed, you rushed me through it, bastard. I don't think the ship has sailed at all with Star Wars. I think no? you can always go back to Star Wars. It's over. I think that's a, it's over. Okay, well, let me do this. Let me ask you a question, I, and I think we may have talked about it. Did everybody, since we didn't get to talk about Star Wars in detail, Brian, since that your soul was crushed due to that, uh, my did soul everyone is in get their tickets? Did everyone, what, is, what is your plan for Star Wars? I'm going mm-hmm. to go to the movie theater and do whatever do favors I need already? to. Do you have tickets? Do you have I haven't tickets? tickets yet. You, you are, are an not idiot. I know. You are not going opening night. Watch me. No, you're, you're not. You're sold out, dude. Yeah, we'll see. Dude, the Carmike 2? Out. Everything, Listen, I know, I, out. I, know, I know that's what they say, but that's when they no, turn away like... like 300 people they're going to open another theater come on they're all, listen yes absolutely they're going to do that do you are you going to see anything other than imax i'm going to see it however way i can consume it why are you not seeing time. this movie in imax because i'm not made of money cj my palatial estate costs money it's not like this movie snuck the up cats on you have you've to had eat. a while to save the 13 dollars to go see that's an imax i'm listen that extra three dollars that's a can of cat food for lester or jeff i'm just saying Jeffster. So when Brian comes on to the when Brian comes on to the podcast the Friday after uh, Star Wars and couldn't see it at all, that's not going to happen. Going to have to make you feel better. Not going to happen. Josh, what about you? Do you have a plan already? Are you? I'm here for the Wild Fandango. Hold on, I'm looking. I don't know. I don't have tickets. No, I I have no plans on seeing this movie. Anytime. Well, you also don't like. He doesn't like crowded movie theaters. He doesn't like. People. I have the so, feeling if you had enough money, Josh, you would just rent out an entire theater and be like, fuck you guys, you can't see it soon about myself. Someone no, did no. that. If if yes, I, I had saw that money, if I had enough money, CJ, I would own like uh, a kaleidoscope, uh, a kaleidoscope. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I would uh, ha- screen it at my house. But that would cost. How much money do you think Star Wars would cost? To put that I don't think it's available. Yeah, like, like at all. I mean, if it was, it would be. I, I would assume it would be a million dollars at least. So um, basically, Tom billion. Hanks is the only person who can go ahead and do something like that. Hold on. Tom I, Hanks? Brian brought up this point. This is true. A guy actually bought out every single seat in the theater. So that way he could have it by himself. And whoever he chose to. But that's it. And I want to find... I want to find how much money he spent on it. I mean, let's put it this way. Average seat, average theater seats, what? Three, four hundred people? For the small is. ones? Hold on, I think I've got it. You're it's looking at a few thousand dollars. At Here least. it is. <laughs> so there was a there was a tweet that came out, and it said, uh, "My brother didn't want anyone in the theater at Star Wars premiere, so he spent two thousand one hundred and eighty dollars and <laughs> bought all the tickets." Oh, that's actually not that bad. That's a lot less than I thought it would be. Uh, yeah, me too. It's still a lot of money, but a lot less than I thought it would be. But you should see the stack of these tickets. It looks like it's a small. Actually, never mind. It doesn't you know like what he'll theater. do? Like he'll just stand out the theater and make it rain. Uh, I'm sure he's going to write void or rhythm or something before he does that. Otherwise, people are going to come into his. Um, oh sure, yeah, his screening. But oh my gosh, that's crazy. Seriously, that doesn't that doesn't uh, it doesn't sound like all that much. They must have discounted those tickets for him. There's no way he paid full full you price. Know, that's that's probably true. He did probably did buy them in bulk. Someone walks up to the movie theater and says, "Yes, I would like all the tickets." They're not charging him full retail for that. Not only that, but at fourteen bucks a, a seat, it's only like one hundred fifty-five seats. How how small is this theater? I I don't know. There's I don't have all the details. I'm sure I could really you know dig be, them up if it, I wanted to. It would to. have to be a, like a a pretty small shitty screen. Like a you know I, I this seems like definitely a not small IMAX. Number. Right. And the other thing is, am I to am I to believe that this movie isn't going to be in IMAX but not 3D? Like yeah, it's there's only, no it's there's 2D regular 2D. Star Wars, if you want to see. No, it. I want IMAX, but I don't want 3D. No. I don't think you. I don't if think you want 3D IMAX. You're getting IMAX 3D. I don't want 3D. And it's not going to happen then. Sorry, that's S- not true. Sucks to be you. KOP. You're going to find a place that does this in non 3D. Why don't you want to see it in 3D? Are you one of those 3D people? 3D sucks. We've it had this sucks. discussion. 3D is 3D is, is a money making scheme. It's, and it's only and, good. okay. And, listen, and I, Christian Christian can't see 3D. 
Okay. I would only see, see, that's a good reason. I would say this for movies that are worth your time. I would say 3d things that you actually really, really care about. Other than that, you're right, Brian. I'm right on with you. Total, total crock of shit. Star Wars is a movie. That I think you should spend the extra couple bucks and go see in 3d. I don't, I don't think even think it was shot for 3d. So I don't give a shit. Add, not it's adding still to the experience at all. Good. It's not adding to the it experience will. at all. It will. It's Listen, not, it, I'm not saying it's... It, no, hold so, on. I'm not saying it's going to be a life-changing experience to see this in 3D versus non-3D, but spend, what, three extra dollars? Go see it. Listen, listen. 3D for every movie that was in, like, put in 3D in post-production is like, you know those, like, dioramas you made in I, second grade? Dude, right, just, I understand like, it. The, it does nothing. It's just like, oh, hey, we... Hey, the bushes are in front of Han Solo right now. Yeah. Ooh. That's fine. No. <laughs> no. It's not. No, CJ, For it's not Star dumb. Wars, that's not fine. Worth, it's not Any other money. movie, like when did you see... Um, uh, Every movie is dumb in 3D. Like Toy Story 3 was awful in 3D because they didn't make it for that. Right. They made lousy. like two movies for 3D and they were both right. good in 3D. May not be good movies, but the 3D in it was good. I think one of them was Airbender. One of them was Avatar, not Airbender. Like the James Cameron blue dances with wolves right, thing. yeah. <laughs> Ferngully with blue people. Ferngully with blue people, dances with wolves, Pocahontas on another planet, whatever you want to call it, it was garbage. <laughs> anyway. Three hours of blue pocahontas garbage. <laughs> I'm still bitter about that. My brother, I know you're listening, <laughs> dragged me to the sh- midnight showing of that piece of trash, made me spend my money for 3D on this thing, and I'm like at 4 o'clock in the morning saying, you owe me three hours of my time and $15. Because I could have stayed home and watched Fern Gully. And I would have had Robin Williams. It would have been much better. Yeah, so I want IMAX, but no 3D. We'll find it for you, Josh. Don't worry. Uh, I want to uh, end the show by, a again, a sincere thank you to Tito and John for their contribution to this week's episode with their topics and, and their suggestions. Uh, thank you guys so much for, again, being an engaging part of the that kind of nerd community. And we want to hear from everybody. I cannot stress that enough. We read your emails. We read your tweets. We read your comments. We, we take them to, to heart. Uh, so we definitely want to continue to hear from you guys. Um, if you want your voice to be on the show, Go ahead and give us a call because I know your commute is ending now, listener. Your drive to work is about to be up, so you can finally take our number down safely. So that way you can go ahead and call us at 484-373-4119. But in case you don't have any uh, hand and, you know, pen and paper handy, it's in the show notes, so you're able to find it that way. Go ahead and call. Leave us a comment. Play it on the air. You can, of course, also comment us on Facebook at facebook.com slash thatkindofnerd and at Twitter at thatkindofnerd. Uh, please, any way you can just get to us. We definitely want to hear what you guys have to say. Um, so, again, thank you so much for making us your drive to work or your rack and walk around the neighborhood. And I do want to say one more thing. We are going to be spoiler-free for Star Wars for next week's episode to give everyone time to go ahead and see it, Josh included, because Josh hates crowded movie theaters. So if you haven't seen Star Plus Wars... That's also nice like that. Yeah, if you haven't seen Star Wars uh, next week, it's okay. We understand. Life's, life's crazy. Shit gets in the way. Uh, we'll make sure that we're spoiler-free for you so that we can enjoy your Star Wars experience. So again, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Have a wonderful day. Gotta have love for the Han Solo, bro. Ladies, I'm available for technology consultations. Your eyes look lovely tonight. I've, I've been away from you for far too long, and I really just, I just need to get you back on the path. <laughs> All right. The path to Brian. I don't know, your Brianness. I need to fix your Brianness. What's wrong with my Brianness? Are you seeing something in my aura that I'm not seeing? Steve! Yellow.